When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Larry Johnson and Morning are swinging on the baseline, and Morning right now is being held by Jeff Van Gundy. Van Gundy holding on to his foot, and this is amazing. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. the 10 o'clock hour on the fan obviously we're talking about the state of the new york yankees brian cashman's comments and what hal steinbrenner had to say we talked a little bit of jets zach wilson saga continues the never-ending story of zach wilson as the quarterback of the jets and we haven't mentioned the mets too much i mean where are we at with the Mets? When I came in today, I was talking to Paulie about David Stearns and how I was watching him speak before, you know, SNY put out David Stearns details, David Stearns details priorities for the Mets this offseason. Pitching, run prevention, and he says he's open to opportunities. He says, I try not to draw firm lines in the sand at the front of an offseason. I'm not afraid of too many good players in one particular segment. And as I'm looking at this guy talk, I'm like, This guy's young, and like he came out of nowhere to me. I'm like, just this fast, the complexion of the Mets have have changed, right? New owner, new president of baseball operations. I'm like, I wonder what the Wilpons think of this. Just that fast, in like three years, it's like Steve Cohen and David Stearns are the new face of the New York Mets. And speaking of Steve Cohen... Steve Cohen and Queens community leaders have unveiled the plan for their area around City Field called Metropolitan Park. And, man, I mean, just looking at what they plan on doing, the little map that they put out there, 20 acres of public park space, bars and restaurants, a sports book, live music venue, solar panels on structured parking, hotel towers, gaming facility, tailgate park, conference spaces, public plaza, Queens food hall and community space, community athletic fields, a playground, renovated train station, bike paths. Like, they are going to flip that whole area over there. And I'm sure you guys know the area over there if you've gone to one game at City Field or if you've gone to, you know, um, the U.S. Open. It's crazy what money can do. It's crazy what uh, money with a, a owner like that can do. And I said, Man, Steve Cohen's not just trying to change the team, man. He's trying to change the whole feel and look and everything around the team. So it's an $8 billion investment, and uh, it's going to take a few years. But, man, we're going to be talking about a completely different future for what goes on over there in Queens. Are you excited about it? I'm excited for the casino. I don't hate the Mets. These are my Mets. I, I don't hate the Mets. I really don't think about the Mets too much. Growing up, um, I did not really watch SNY or watch any Mets games. But these are my Mets. So I got to talk about them. I got to watch them. I know more about the current Mets than I know about any other Mets in the history of Mets or my life. I just, I don't know. I'm a Yankee fan, if you can't tell. And a lot of Yankee fans, specifically the people that I roll with, my friends, like we, we're we not checking for the Mets. It's that simple. We, they might as well not even exist. But I got a show to do, and I know there are Met fans listening. So if you guys want to talk about the renovations and what's to come over there, we can certainly do that. If you want to talk about David Stearns and this new era for the Mets, I've been on record saying that I think that this is the end of 
the Mets being a laughing stock. I think that this year was embarrassing. I think how they handled Buck at the end of the year. I think obviously not winning a game in June. The trade deadline, them coming out right away and selling completely. I even think uh, it was laughable with the Carlos Mendoza signing, but Book is still out. Like We, we got to see what he is. We don't know what he is. We can't say he's a terrible hire. I just think it's not a good look to go from firing a legend uh, in baseball like Buck Showalter to going to the Yankees bench coach for an 82 and 80 terrible Yankees team. But, you know, Mendy, he's a Venezuelan guy who I think is going to connect well with Latino players. And I think he's got a lot of connections in baseball, and I think he's a smart smart baseball guy. Brian Cashman, you know, he didn't miss his opportunity to gloat about him. He says, I cannot tell you the amount of feedback I've gotten. I can't believe this guy hasn't gotten a manager job yet. Yeah, all right, Brian. What about Rob Thompson, Philly's manager that you passed on when you interviewed uh, Aaron Boone, and you said, yep, that's my guy. ESPN Baseball Tonight, Aaron Boone. That's the type of guy I can work with for the next decade. Lou is in Asbury Park. What's up, Lou? You're on the fan. Buddy, how are you, man? I'm good. Holding it down. Five-hour show. Got plenty to talk so, about. So so, so this Brian Cashman situation, um, and this is what nobody's talking about. I think it's going to get a lot worse, a lot worse, and it gets better. And here's why. If he goes in the next year with the same – salary well not cap but as 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 far as uh the uh, payroll as last year he's got about a hundred million dollars to spend the guy needs a left fielder a center fielder a third baseman a catcher how many starting pitchers do you think the yankees need they definitely three, four they definitely well they definitely have three at least i don't know man okay. I, can, I don't know who we can bank on Right, I don't know what Rodon's going to look like. I hope Nestor comes back. Obviously, they have Cole. We think they have Clark Schmidt. We think they have Michael King, and they're probably going to sign Frankie Montas. Okay, so that would that would leave about three. So you're talking seven players have to fill a hundred million dollars. It doesn't sound like Juan Soto is going to be here. It doesn't sound like any big player is going to be here. In order to fill out that roster, because of all his bad. Purchases that he made, you know, were $60, $80 million flipped. Yeah. Giancarlo Stanton blocks a lot of uh, moves they could potentially so make. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not getting my hopes up for that. You know what's funny? Lou, I, I just was saying, I was talking to uh, my guy David Rifkin. Shout out to David listening, who's a season ticket holder in the Delta Suite. I'm like, they pushed the Martian button at the end of last season. Send up the Martian to get the fan base going, to get the fans you know, back that in their was good the only races. thing they had to do. They with, had nothing with, else. With what Cashman did today, he has to push another button this winter to add a big-name player to this team to get the fans back and excited. And I don't know who that player is going to be and what is going to be. Like, they're going to have to make a trade. I don't think they're going to be able to sign a Bellinger or or really make the trade for Soto. No way are they getting Otani, and they'll probably be outbid for Yamamoto. But now they got now they got to pull a rabbit out of the hat to get the fans back because I haven't seen one person that said, "Oh, I like I like this from Brian Cashman. I like that he's uncomfortable. I didn't like anything he had to say." He, he sounded like a bully today, and even if he makes a trade, you're talking about a thirteen and a half million dollar average per position on player needed. So if he brings in another, you know. Twenty-five, thirty million dollar guy. Now you're down to like five, six million dollars to spend 
on the other six positions. Yeah, uh, Ke- Kevin Kiermaier is available. <laughs> Kevin Kiermaier says he's interested in playing for the New York Yankees. I mean, they're bagged. They're bagged, and by the time we get out of this situation, you're going to have two more bad contracts coming because every player's contract turns out to be a bad contract. You're going to have Judge and you're going to have Cole, which are going to be at the tail end of their career getting $36, $38 million. They'll be 38, 40 years old, and then we'll be bagged for another 60, 80 million. This guy set up a pyramid scheme with this roster that he's not going to be able to get out of. We need a fresh re- reset. That's the only way that we can clear this. And you can't reset right now with you Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole in their primes. No, you can't. But but then the other way to fix it is to go to a go to a you know a, a three hundred and fifty million dollar payroll. To, but they're not going to do that because that's what George would do. Stein, would, the old man, would just say, "How much is it going to get? How much is it going to cost to get rid of this problem?" And they're not doing that. They have too many problems that they're just sitting on, and it's it's, it's yeah. It's, but it's how, how dare you challenge Brian Cashman and the moves he made and his people? He said they're pretty effing good, and he 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 likes his people. It's it's a joke. It's really a joke. It's 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 uh, it's so annoying that like we have to listen to him talk about himself and what they've done, and then actually when you look at what they've done, it doesn't add up. Uh, I'm serious though. Take a look at the payroll for next year. I'm looking at it right it. now. With a calculator, right they only have a hundred million to spend because Hal does not seem like he's he's, he's going to raise the payroll. Okay, and even if he does raise the payroll, the three hundred million that only Carlos Rodon on the payroll is pissing me off. I can't that's believe that's thirty-two million. <laughs> that guy better figure it out in the off season because he's going to hear it. I can't that's believe 60, that they paid him this much money and this is what he was his dollars. first year. That's $64 million with Stanton and Rodon. So really the Yankees are going into next year, not with a $190 million payroll right now. If, if those two guys are so bad, they're going into next year with a $120 million payroll because they're useless. And then Rizzo and LeMayu, uh, they're on the other side of 30, the wrong side of 30. We don't know what we're going to get from them. We hope we hope that they still have something in the tank. But, I mean, they, they have a decent amount of this payroll as well. Keith, it's just math. If they don't spend more money, they're never going to get out of this. You're not going to be able to fill this roster. They don't want to. They want to be the Tampa Bay Rays. It's not going to happen. Unless you had Wells at catcher, you had the Martian not get hurt, okay, because those two people equal probably combined $1.3, $1.4 million. Look at what they're paying. Volpe, um, Peraza. Nothing. They pay them nothing, those kids. Right. They get paid nothing. 600000 400000 The only way to offset this is to either have youth come in who don't get any money or raise the payroll. And they're not going to raise the payroll. And this is what it's going to be for the next five to seven years. I'm telling you, the writing's on the wall. He put together a pyramid scheme that is unfolding right in front of him. And he's mad and he's yelling at everybody at his press conference. Great call, Lou. Yeah, it's obvious. You know, Guys that take the, the defensive like that, guys that that have their guard up like that, what are you guarding, Brian Cashman? <laughs> like, I felt like he, t- he took the wrong approach, the wrong tone. I, I used the analogy earlier in the show. You might not have heard it. I'm like, when, when you get into a fight with your wife or, or your mom or your dad or your brother, someone in your family that you love, 
like when you when it's time for you to admit that you did wrong, right? When you get into a, a argument and you might have said something you should have said or you might have done something that that you have to like, what's your approach to keep fighting, to keep being negative, to keep defending yourself, or or like is there a point in time where you look in the mirror and you accept that yeah I could have done some things a little better, that you you kind of like take accountability. This guy does not want to be accountable for all of his moves. He's he's laughing at the media for asking. Huh, I get a kick out of it. I get a kick out of it that you guys want to bring up Joey Gallo and Sonny Gray. Look at him now. That that looks bad on you. What are you talking about? Gary's in Nagatuck, Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Gary? Yes, sir. My man, Pots and Pan. Hey, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> What's going on, Keith? You know, just another day in the Yankees universe where uh, we wait uh, month after the season to hear from our eternal GM and the baby boss, and there's nothing that they can say to make anyone happy, so they say a bunch of things, and we pick apart everything that they said, and it just makes everything worse. Yeah, he's a real gem. I like like his answer about Otani. Like, he couldn't even think of an answer. No. And he starts talking about the rule. I don't know what the rules are to speak. Just tell us: Are you going to pursue Otani or not? He says we're going to we're going to we're going to do everything. We're going to pursue everything that's going to help the team. Yeah, the best player we've ever seen. You should be having those discussions. Uh, it shouldn't even be a question. You tried to get him the first time, and he curved you. This time, you should be sitting at the table and try to, to I don't know present him. But you don't have the money. You're not going to do it. Yeah, they have the money, but they they don't they don't play like that anymore. The Yankees are not the like. You might get one every three years. Like you, you got a, you got Cole in 2020. You got Judge in in 2023. Like you're, you're not getting uh, Otani yet. You, they got to figure out how to get Stanton out of here, which they're not going to do. They're just going to keep Stanton and tell us that oh he he's working out in the off season and he can run again. He looks good. What happened to their hitting coach? Did he quit? So Dylan Lawson first got fired, right, and then. Sean Casey, the mayor, MLB Network, shout out to him. He came in, and um, I was speaking about him earlier, and I saw some fans online trying to defend him, right? So he, in my opinion, I I listened, and I can go back and get the audio. I actually screen recorded it today. When he first came into the Yankee organization, he was so excited about the chance to wear the pinstripes because he didn't get to wear them as a player. He was so excited about uh, coming to be a part of the organization, and he got a taste of the organization. And okay, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, and he, I think he elected to uh, be with his family. That's what I, I read. He, you know, he elected to go home and not continue. And now some fans are saying, oh, he wasn't invited back. He wasn't asked, asked back. He had some success with like DJ LeMayu and some other guys, but whatever. I think, I think ultimately he didn't want to continue. And um, the Yankees are pursuing. Uh, let's see. The Yankees are in search of new hitting coach. New York has offered the job to James Rawson. So a uh, guy that was with the Detroit Tigers and the Marlins and whatever. I don't think the pitching coach matters. How about you get some hitters? How about you actually stack your lineup with hitters? Thanks for the call, Gary. We got to take a break here. 877-337-6666. We got some Mets fans on the line. We've got some Jets fans on the line. Some Yankee fans on the line do we try to get Giants fans on the line or is the season over season's over but the future is right in front of us we could talk about that Giants fans keep McPherson on the fan we'll be right back your official station to talk Knicks the fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. 10.30 now. Keep McPherson on the fan. Another five-hour KM to AM. Thanks for joining me. 877-337-6666. You know, traditionally, as we get to the end of these, it's open mic. It's whatever you guys want to talk about. I come in with a little bit of a plan. I had more of a plan until Brian Cashman decided that his plan was to fire back at all of his critics and media members and literally uh, have a 20-minute session where he laughed at all of the things that were said about him, which most are true, but, uh, you know, he had uh, some rebuttals planned. I don't know. We'll see how that one ages. I don't think it's going to age well. I think the Yankees literally have to add a Cody Bellinger or a Juan Soto or a Shohei Otani, and honestly, this offseason, there's not many of that. There's not many of those guys available, right? They passed the last couple offseasons where there was so much talent available. They passed on so many talented guys the last two, three years. Now, here comes the season. You have an 82 and 80 season, and to get the fans back on your side, you have to add somebody to this lineup. You can't sell us on Oswald Peraza and Everson Pereira. It's not going to have the same effect as Volpening Day. You have to add. You have to add a couple guys. The Martians not going to be ready till June. The fans know Judge is going to be there. Lemayu, Rizzo, Stanton. Like you, you have to add a guy. You got to add two guys, really. And uh, pitching wise, it doesn't hurt to add another arm too. I'm not talking about Frankie Montas. The Yankee universe is down. We're, they're not feeling it. Uh, they're not buying season tickets. They're they're not talking about oh the Yankee. We can't wait till the Yankee season comes back. Take your time. Take your time. I'm pumped that I'm a Devils fan. Honestly, with all this going on, I'm like I'm glad I added hockey. Like I'm glad I have the Devils to go to games and root for. And before I could even put my eyes on this Devils game, really, Tyler Toffoli, new addition to the Devils. Right when I talk about teams going for it and stacking the deck, they add Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli with the first unassisted goal of the night. The Devils lead 1-0. Don't look now. The New York Rangers have won 7 out of 8. Obviously, they had some injuries, but the show must go on. The Rangers get a win tonight. When I was watching that one, it was 5-0 until the very end against the Red Wings. The Rangers look pretty good. Jonathan Quick in the goal at MSG. The Rangers are who we thought they were. Uh, The Isles take an L to the Wild as the Wild continue their Metropolitan Tour and their home-at-home home series where it's like they they play the Rangers, Devils, Islanders at home, and then they play in their arena. They beat the Islanders tonight. So hockey fans, if you want to weigh in, Rangers fans, tell me how you feel about the team responding after losing two key guys. Devils fans, we got some late-night puck on as the Devils are facing the Avalanche out in Denver, Colorado. Keep McPherson on the fan. Talking the Jets fans, Yankee fans. And some Mets fans. Zach is in Hempstead. What's up, Zach? You got it. How are you? I'm good, man. Blessed. Happy to be here. Yeah. Fine. The Carlos Mendoza, the new Mets manager. I'm not liking it. Yeah, because it's just like um, <laughs> out of left field. You expected it's, Craig it's, Council. I, you expected Carlos Beltran. You expected someone else. A former. I'm saying even like a former like uh, player like. I, like David Wright, like I would rather that. But like Carlos Mendoza, he he's the Yankees' backup coach. I'm saying if the Yankees thought they had something with Carlos Mendoza, they'd fire Boone and hire Mendoza. 
No, they're never firing Boone. They're not firing. Boone and Cashman are attached to the hit, but I feel you right. If, you know, now you hear Cashman talking about, oh, uh, I'm surprised this guy hasn't had a... Shut up, Cash. Like, you're just tooting your own horn. You're just saying that to make yourself look good because the Mets poached the guy from you that fit for them and their culture and what they're trying to build, and you technically lose a guy. You want to you wanna make it seem like, oh, well, yeah, he's a great baseball mind. We had him on. Yeah, whatever. You you won 82 games. How much did he help? The only time I ever thought of Carlos Mendoza was when Boone got ejected, which happened every other week. Oh, here, yeah, Mendoza's got to be the guy. Or when, uh, <laughs> when, when the Blue Jays manager was like, you shut up, fat boy. I was like, who is he talking to, Mendy? <laughs> like, who's he who's he calling fat boy over there john schneider who's definitely a fat boy himself pointing over to the yankees dugout shut up fat boy i'm like he's talking to mendy mendy not a fat guy boone's not a fat guy i don't know yeah I, I was talking to i don't know who i was talking to i talked to so many people online and via text and on air and i said yo carlos mendoza was a non-factor he was an npc a non-player character. He was like he he was a part of the Yankees, but it wasn't like he Phil Nevin stood out as a Yankee coach. Even Luis Rojas this year stood out to me as a Yankee coach. But like Carlos Mendoza, I don't have one moment in the season. I gave I gave it actually last night. I said him being from Venezuela, I remembered that he put the Venezuelan players from the Yankees in contact with Miguel Cabrera, and I thought that was cool because. Miguel Cabrera is the best Venezuelan-born baseball player ever. He's one of the best baseball players ever, period. And you have Oswald Peraza, Oswaldo Cabrera, Everson Pereira, Glaber Torres, these guys that idolize Miggy, and it's Miggy's final year, and they get those guys all together. And I remember Oswaldo Cabrera saying, like, he, he wanted to cry. He was almost on the verge of tears. That was the game in Detroit. I remember that because I was doing the game, and Susan was mentioning how important it was to Peraz and all the Venezuelan important players. That's their hero, and this yeah. is his last run, and, and supposedly it was Carlos Mendoza that you know made yeah, all that happen. You mentioned the NPC thing to me on Twitter. That was one of the things, I because I remember that. I hadn't seen that before. Can we calm down with the Buck Walter praise for a second? The guy's Let's talk never, about it. He's never won anything in his managerial career. I, but he's won a lot of games. And he's... He, like, Everybody he's, loves saying he's never won at anything. He's 5'10". That's his manager. <laughs> that's his winning percentage. He's 5'10". He won 101 games with you two years ago. Yeah. This is what he does. He develops, and then the franchises know they can't win with him, so they get rid of him. Follow his track everywhere he went. There's a reason he doesn't stay long-term at these places, save for, obviously, Arizona, Texas. The, these teams don't win with him. Yeah, he's about to go lose a bunch of games in Anaheim. It's not. It's. I'm just saying. I, I listen. Nothing against Buck, but his message got stale, and everyone's acting like you know Buck is the second coming. Relax with the Buck stuff. Yeah, Relax does, for a second. It does kind of suck that like his legacy is that like teams le- uh, he left and teams got better and won the World Series without That's him. That's it. And it's <laughs> and listen. Some people. Some people are like that. Because some pe- you just can't be the top yeah. guy. And now he's top- looking at the Texas Rangers finally yeah. winning. The Baltimore Orioles actually got good again. The Mets. Now watch. Watch the Mets get good again. And it's like, Buck, nope. It's a trend. It happens. It, it's okay. Second mention of Todd Bowles tonight. He's a solid defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's one of the worst head coaches you'll ever see. He's awful. Charlie Weiss, awful. Romeo Cronell, 
awful. Josh McDaniels, fine offensively, awful head coach. It, it sometimes it happens. Felt, I felt like it wasn't Buck's fault what happened this year. I felt like they did him dirty on the way out as far as like, you know, last game. Well, like to be fair, you're the, done. The players oh okay, I thought you meant in general. The players sucked for the Mets this year for yeah, two months. The yeah. players sucked. And we even we spoke about it earlier. And then tonight. we heard about the Vogelback issue, yeah. that that was an Epler thing. Sure. I knew Buck as a baseball guy was not penciling this he cat did. in the lineup every day. He got handled a rough he got he got dealt a rough hand. But again, the players intended Darren Ruff and Daniel Vogelback. The players have to perform. We spoke about it earlier about Aaron, people, all Yankee fans who have called tonight can hate Aaron Boone all they want. If the Yankees players performed on the field, they wouldn't give a damn who the coach was because the Yankees are winning. And that's bottom line. It's what have you done for me lately? The players didn't play well enough for either the Mets or the Yankees. You want to take it out on the manager? That's fine. If the Yankees win next year, no one's going to care that Cashman and Hal went a little wacko today. No one's going to care. That's going to be a long-distant memory. And all the Yankee fans that are calling tonight and saying, I'm never going to another game, they're going to be at Billy's in October next year if they, if they, if they make it that far. That's this what is what do. happens. That's it's our chill being, spot. That's where we hang out at. It's being a sports <laughs> fan. You're allowed to lie one day and do something else the next day. It's being a sports it's fan. It is what it is. We, we all just want to win. We just of, want better. We just want course. to return to glory. That's all. That's all. The Yankees, I mean, they do they want to win? Or do they want to keep cashing their checks? They got a $25 million star insurance patch on the jerseys. They better sign a player. If you can if you can make 25 mil off of selling the damn jersey, go get me a bat. Preferably a left-handed power bat. But I don't I don't know. I don't trust them to do it because I think the same way they got together and had this meeting the same way they look in the mirror and then we get this response. That's the same way they'll come together and they'll think about options and they'll default into cheaper options and bargain bin and clearance rack and scrap heap guys instead of saying, no, we got it. Like they're, They don't care about the fans. They don't care about the fans. Think Brian Cashman today showed you I do not care about your opinion of me. Brian, Brian Cashman pulled an Evan Neal. Why should a lion... Care about the opinions of sheep. <laughs> Brian Cashman's no lion. But he literally gave that to you today. Why should I care what you think? I get a crack out of it when people talk about Joey Gallo and Sonny Gray. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't get a crack out of it. Those are stains on your resume. Like, it's not funny. It's not funny that they went elsewhere and performed better. It's not, you get a crack out of it that other teams picked them up and they were more successful than they were under you and you gave up more to get them. That's, that's not funny. Bruce and Flushing on the fan. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Keith. A um, couple of points. One on Hal and one on um, Brian's Cashman statement. First on Hal, I found it very interesting, and I want to get your take on it. Hal kept referring that Aaron Judge was sitting beside him mm. and was at the meetings, and Judge has even commented on, on that a few days ago. Right. A, that's why I think Cashman was so ticked off because Judge is now doing my job. But give me your your take. I think it's going to matter this year because Judge is saying, hey, Hal, we've been doing it wrong. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. And I think it's going to have an impact on Hal. I'm I'm 100% with you. In my open, I talked about the fact that Hal had to swoop in to do Cashman's job last winter. 
Cashman is on camera telling the world that he hasn't been in touch with Aaron Judge on the same day that John Heyman reports Arson Judge is headed to the San Francisco Giants. And they're yeah. looking for clarity from the Yankees GM and he's he's a free agent now. We don't we don't we, we don't know. I haven't spoken to him. He's in, he's on an airplane for all that I know. No, he landed. He's in San Diego. He's talking to the Padres. <laughs> so Hal has to swoop in and save the day. And I think that probably brought Hal and Judge closer. How could it not? I mean, if somebody called me and said, Keith, name your price. What do you want? <laughs> That's my best friend. And so then, how does that make Brian Cashman feel when the season ends and Judge is is peering out into the field his first year with the Yankees not making the postseason where he fought back on a bum toe, played through pain to try and save the day. He couldn't do it on his own. And he's disappointed and he talks about changes that need to be made and players that need to be in here or not be in here and something. Yeah, I definitely, I've got a lot of opinions. I'm sure for every year that Brian Cashman's been there, he wanted to have, like, not separation of church and state, but, like, a separation of front office and the field, right? A separation between the guys in charge and the players. And now they're crossing that line where, like, you know, Jeter was the captain, but Cashman didn't treat him like he had a say in the matters of what happened with personnel changes and guys coming in and out of the team. And now how? Is looking at Judge like, yeah, you definitely have a say. We need some help. Because obviously Cashman can't do it on his own. Obviously he swung and missed a bunch of times. What what do you think, Judge? Come with me, Aaron, GM, Judge. Keith McPherson on a fan. We don't have that much time left. 877-337-6666. My Casamigos big shot of the night coming up. And your calls on whatever you want to talk about. It's wide open, open mic. Keith McPherson on the fan. BRB. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Snap is low. Kick on its way. It's got the distance, and it is good. And Lawrence Tynes has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't know. I'm having fun. Hopefully, you're entertained. I mean, it's already been four hours since I opened talking about how Steinbrenner and the Yankees and Brian Cashman in the media, and <laughs> here we are. Last little run here. We'll break. I'll come back. My Casamigos big shot of the night. Then it's on you. Open mic. And it doesn't have to be sports related. It could be life related. It could be uh, November, December. We're heading into the holidays. We just passed daylight savings time. I don't know. Maybe I'll give you an update on my baby. My baby has a tooth now. So now that all I want for Christmas is a two front teeth song, like that. That's like a real thing for me. I'm like, will you get two front teeth by Christmas? He's only got one. It's like interesting how he like tees on everything. He's always trying to like eat my fingers and bite my hands. I'm like, you got to chill, bro. I wash my hands. But like you know, everything doesn't have to go in your mouth. You're going to learn the hard way. Like everything doesn't need to be tasted. But that's what babies do. All right. Eeny, meeny, money, mo. Young Josh from Passaic. You can go. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. One more hour to go. Rocking for five. So the first with the Giants, I mean, I'd rather, I'd honestly, I'd rather see, like, say, Barkley run the Wildcat offense like he did at Florida last year. See any Tommy DeVito or Matt Barkley go out. How much can we ask of one Saquon Barkley? 
<laughs> don't touch no pass. Don't maybe even two. No, nah, it's Tommy DeVito show the rest of the way because you're tanking. You're trying to secure that uh, top one, two pick. We'll see. Kyler Murray's coming back. Maybe Kyler Murray can, uh, you know, will the Cardinals to some victories down the stretch. Maybe the Giants get the first overall pick. And uh, like you said, the Panthers, they just took Bryce Young. Hopefully Russell Wilson starts falling out. So the Broncos won't want any quarterback if they start getting some losses. So if we don't keep on getting the win comps, the Raiders so are who starting do you want? to win you want, you want Caleb Williams or you want Drake May? I I want Drake May. I don't know. Caleb Williams seems to be having a little down. And, he, you know, as you say, he's, like, talking big, all this stuff, fun he's ownership. A, he's a crybaby. Yeah. Right. Let's get the less <laughs> drama one. We already have a drama star in Cave on Thibodeau. We don't need another one. Oh, uh, here we go with the Cave on Slander. <laughs> No, I can go there. Listen, with the Mets, so it's a free agency starting soon. So whoever the Mets end up getting, who they get, fine. But at least I just want them to get J.D. Martinez because I know he's 35, 36, 70 years now. Should have had him last year. He played 100 games last year. He missed 60 games. He still had 25 home with 100 RBIs. Should have had him last year. He might have been able to win you a couple games. Uh, You wouldn't have had to have Vogel back there. I was talking about J.D. Martinez to the Mets last year. I don't think he wanted to go to the Mets. I mean, obviously, if you have the choice to go to the Dodgers and the Dodgers are interested in you, go there. Hopefully, they'll be too focused on the time because it's perfect if Martinez comes. Whether you want to put him at DH, you want to put him at third base. No, nah, just DH him. Play. That's got to be your. That's got to be for the most part your DH. JD Martinez, professional hitter. If he wants to come to the Mets and hit the Mega Millions like so many have in the last couple of years, why not? I mean, you got to feel confident that Steve Cohen is going to buy some guys that he's going to pay for some players. So. Uh, there's nobody that's off limits for the Mets. And the best thing about him is you only need to pay ten million. So if Steve Cohn goes and pays a guy thirty million, he goes and pays another guy twenty five million. You can get guys not for one million and not for twenty million. You can get guys for right in the middle instead of just going out and getting big people and then getting these little baby contracts where people don't end up doing anything. Yeah, now it's it's under David Stern's guidance. So there's not gonna be uh more of these old men being signed and not, like it's it's gonna be different now. And you better get a few good agents signed. Like, be pumped for baseball because, I don't know, this might have been, like, the worst, like, baseball year for me through entertainment, just how my team's doing in a while. Because just boring this year. So hopefully the, hopefully the Mets will get there. Right. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, baseball sucked. Football sucked. If you're a, a Mets-Jets fan, I mean, the Jets still kind of in it, but I don't know about that. If you're a Yankees-Giants fan or if you're a, a Yankees uh, or I don't even know the other combination now. <laughs> it's usually Yankees, Giants, Jets, Mets. But you could be a Jets, Yankees fan. You could be a Giants, Mets fan. You could be whatever fan you want to be. Maybe you're, uh, you know, a Cubs fan in New York and you root for the Jets too. I don't discriminate against fandom. I don't know. I don't know your story. I don't know how much milk you want in your cereal. Be who you want to be, and call me up and tell me what you want to tell me. I'm here for you. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, taking one more break. When I come back, the Casamigos' big shot of the night, who should it be? We'll find out right after this.